ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out. Ain't nothing like the old school. <laughs> Let me say it again. Ain't nothing like the old school. I remember sick So I'm listening to this song from Tupac called Old School. And I'm in the car and it just really takes me back to a much simpler time. So what I want to talk about on this podcast is just old school. Um, For most of you who are listening, if you're younger than me, sit back and listen about how things used to be. And if you're around my age, you will appreciate this episode. Um, Yeah. The song just got me to thinking like it's, it's, it's funny how things were. And, and even back then, when we were coming up, relatively speaking, we didn't have a lot, but we had a lot, if that makes sense. So, like, as Pac is reminiscing about these things that he did growing up, it made me think about some of the things that I did growing up, and I want to share with you guys on this episode. But it also made me think about, you know, really how far we've come. Um, it made me think about the stuff we didn't have. But, you know, even to quote Pac from another song, even though we had it rough, we always had enough. He said, and keep your head up. And so, yeah, I mean, like old school was just like, I'll give you an example. Like we used to play games and in the song, he references some games that they played. <laughs> we We played games that like didn't even really have names like. Our football game was called Throw 'em Up. <laughs> I know, I know, I know that sounds funny, but yeah, Throw 'em Up. So basically, like for Throw 'em Up, you would, in essence, um, you would, you would, you would have a situation where the ball would be thrown up, and it's you against, like, let's say it's. Let's say it's 11 kids playing, right? You throw the ball up. Whoever catches it, they have to try to score. And they have to score against the 10 other kids with no blocking. (laughs) So, like, you, you had to work on your offensive moves. Like, so the ball, so everybody's in a circle. Everybody's like in a little huddle. The ball gets thrown up. Whoever catches it, they've got to score, but they got to get past 10 people. And now looking back on it, like 
it's pretty damn difficult when you think about it. But I will say this much, especially for someone like myself who started playing football, organized football at the age of eight, playing throw them up, honed my skills. And I didn't really know it back then. Like, so I wasn't afraid of contact. I wasn't afraid to get tackled. I, I knew how to maneuver people. I knew I had a little, had a little shakes, you know. Um, yeah, so it, it, it helped me develop quickness, my offensive mind. Sometimes you could see angles. You could see things um, before they happen. Uh, threw them up made me tough because, I mean, you had to be tough because, again, more often than not, if you're playing throw them, I mean, and sometimes you could be playing throw them up, and it could be more than 10 kids. It could be 10, 15, 20, and if it's 20 people, you just playing throw them up just to be playing because you ain't going to score. There's no way that you score. But if you're playing throw them up against like five other people, man, you can make something happen. So that was one of my favorite games, you know, as a kid. Uh, another game that I never played and never understood. Um, Jax. Jax. Is there anybody, particularly any ladies who are listening, that can explain to me the purpose of Jax? Even to this day, at the time of this recording, I don't understand what the purpose of Jax was. I know you, you bounce the ball and you grab a Jack, but what does that mean? I mean, do you get points? Do you get the pass go and collect $200? I mean, like, people used to play, girls used to play jacks all the time. But I don't know the purpose of jacks. Even to this day, I still don't understand what was the meaning of jacks. <laughs> so please, if you're watching on YouTube, because there is a video, uh, hit me in the comment section. If you're listening on a podcast, shoot shoot me um hit me on Twitter at twelve Kyle or IG or wherever you see this. You know, hit me and and tell me because I I, I I genuinely would like to know. I don't understand the purpose of Jax, but Jax was popular. Like when we'd be playing throw them up over here, girls over here playing Jax, and it was dope. It was dope. Um, what was another game? Um, never, I never got into, but I, I always admired from a distance. Um, double Dutch girls used to jump double Dutch, man. Double Dutch, you know, you back and forth trying to get into that, in, into the groove of jumping into that, um, into two girls twirling the rope, jump ropes. And, um, it was always fun to watch. It was not something that I wanted to partake in because <laughs> those, they, they would be going so fast, man. And I mean, like, I'm asking a question. Do like people still jump rope? Do kids jump rope? And I mean, I, maybe I should have the answer because I have kids, but like we have a jump rope here. My kids, every now and then they'll jump rope, but they don't, you know, they don't really be jumping rope like that. And they definitely don't do it together. It's just one. It's one rope. So, um, but nah, yeah, double Dutch was dope, man. And, <laughs> I can only speak for where I lived, Florence, South Carolina. 
it seemed to me, and I don't know if maybe it was just coincidence, I don't know, but all of the cute girls jumped double dutch. All of them. All of them. And even the ones that really wasn't that cute, man, they could they could go. They 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 could go. They were nice with it. So I, I don't know what it is. Is there some type of correlation? Like, did you have to be like, I don't know, like any ugly girls back then. Even the girls that was a right, they still could get in there and go, man. Double Dutch was dope. Double Dutch was dope. Um, a game we played, I referenced it a little earlier, a board game we played, um, Monopoly. That's old school, man. Ain't nothing like old school Monopoly. Now, I will say this much. Monopoly, looking back on it, is a game that literally you could play for hours. And there's really no end unless you bankrupt everybody else. I mean, normally, like when we would play Monopoly, we would play Monopoly basically until everybody quit. <laughs> yeah, you had to quit. You you weren't gonna um you weren't gonna win. Like um uh, once I bought up all the properties and everything and kicked people out, yeah, you know, it's it's um you weren't gonna you weren't gonna survive. But Monopoly, man, was a dope game, man. I just looking back on it, I I, I I'm amazed at how much we put into it and sometimes how we would make rules as we went along. Um, but yeah, Monopoly was a joint. Monopoly was a joint. Um, speaking of games, the ultimate game, old school game for us, man. When I say ain't nothing like old school, Uno. Come on, man. Uno. I mean, there was nothing better than beating my brother, my my cousins, my friends at Uno. And I mean, like when you get that card, you be slamming it on the, mm, mm, slamming it on on the table. Um, of course, this was long before we learned how to play spades. But um, ain't nothing like old school Uno, man. And that was another card game that we kind of. You know, depending on where you were, you could make your own rules and, you know, you hit somebody with a draw four and you reverse and sp- come on, man, you skip them. Yeah, Uno was the joint. Uno was the joint. And in fact, you know, now I- I'll play a game of Uno. I, you know, I'm still nice with it. <laughs> Ain't nothing like old school, man. Um, And then, of course, you talk about games. I mean, come on, man. we got to. I would be remiss if I did not talk about the video games. Um, as somebody who came up in the 80s, you had Atari, ColecoVision, and Nintendo. Um, I never had a ColecoVision. I pretty much was an Atari kid. I got a Nintendo later. But um, I tell anybody, like, the greatest Christmas gift I ever got, Atari 2600. Listen. Man, when I saw that thing Christmas morning, man, <laughs> I damn near wanted to cry because I didn't expect it. We got this hard 2600 and I played it every single day. And the graphics weren't that great, but I mean, looking back on it now, it was it was everything. But yeah, man, old school video games like that. I mean, now, you know, I, I it's nothing like that now, of course. I mean, like 
everything's so futuristic and realistic. I mean, like early, I'll give you an example. Like earlier today, I was playing, um, I was on my son's PS5 and I was playing 2K23. And everybody looks so realistic and you got to shoot and you got to hit the shot meter and all of this stuff. I mean, it, we've come a long way since combat and Pac-Man and Ms. Pac-Man and Pitfall. <laughs> And pole position. Love pole position. And joust. Yeah, old school, man. Old school. Uh, but you know, those those are some great and I, I could go on and on about maybe maybe one day I'll do another episode about video games. Um But uh old school man, we used to kick it. What I mean by that, like we used to really, really kick it. Like You used to write on a letter. Do you like me? Check yes. Check no. Check maybe so. <laughs> now that, my friends, is what you call pressure. Because see, here's the thing. Like back then, like you're, you're, I can only speak for me. Like, you know, you were just kind of getting your swag, you know, fourth, fifth grade, you know. Um, so liking a girl was something big. And, you know, you had to make sure that she liked you before you could tell her that you like her. And you didn't want to tell her too quick or, or tell one of your boys. And then he go back and tell her that you liked him, liked her, excuse me. And that was fun, man. That was fun. So, yeah. We would write letters. We passed letters. Do you like me? Check yes, check no. Um, will you go with me? <laughs> we used to say that all the time. Will you go with me? I don't know where we were going. We didn't have anywhere to go because we didn't have no car. But will you go with me? Um, I remember, uh, and we still, I still laugh with her. Every, I haven't seen her in a couple of years, but I still laugh with her every time I see her. Um, this girl, I asked her, we were in third grade, I asked her to go with me. Um, and she said yes. And I was so happy. And so I told everybody. <laughs> I told everybody. I was like, yo, me and Katina go together. And like three days later, she broke up with me. You want to know why she broke up with me? She said, because I was telling everybody. <laughs> I mean, hey, what do you want me to do? I was happy. I was happy we were going together. Why? But you ain't had to dump me. Yeah, she said she dumped me because like I was telling everybody. And I didn't know I wasn't supposed to tell. But yeah, we, we still laugh about that to this day. Every time I see her, I remind her. I was like, man, you know, we could have still been together, man, if you hadn't dumped me. I mean, and we... be. It's funny because like she was my girlfriend for three days, but we became really good friends uh, after that. And we were friends all the way through high school and the college and everything. Shout out to Katina. She's listening. Um, but yeah, if you go with somebody, don't don't tell too many people or at least get permission first. Um, what else was dope? How you used to kick? Oh, yeah. You you had to ask. If Raheem could come outside, 
it wasn't no just assume. You couldn't just assume that Raheem was coming outside because if Raheem got in trouble, guess what? He wasn't coming outside. He wasn't. And you know what was going on outside? Everything. That's how it was when you're old school. Like everything happened outside. Nothing happened in the house. Yeah, we had video games. We had board games. We had, you know, Uno and stuff like that. But everything happened outside. And like when I was growing up, like the last place you wanted to be was in the house. Like you only in the house when you had to be in the house. And I mean, like it bugs me out sometimes because like as we go through these years and the summers happen and, and, you know, being here in Atlanta, um, I often ask myself, like, I mean, cause it gets hot here in the summertime. Right. I often ask myself like, yo, was it this hot when we were kids? Cause it doesn't feel like it was this hot when we were kids. So it's like, why are we dealing with the heat like this? And I can only guess is that like, it wasn't this hot back then. Or maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it, it, we, we deal with the heat and, you know, as kids, we didn't care because we were outside. You know, all we wanted to do is be outside. That was it. So, yeah, it, it, we, we were outside. We kicked it. But no, you had to ask, could Raheem come outside? You had to ask if if Tommy could come outside. You had to ask if Ron Ron could come, out, <laughs> could come outside. Um, When we got to be a little older, when you get to like middle school and high school, uh, because no one had cell phones, when you called a girl or girls, when you called a guy, you had to call their house phone, right? And we had this strict rule in our house. You could not call anybody's house past 9 p.m. And the reason being is. You just couldn't like, I guess, like for me, my mom and my aunts were. Um, they were like really big on not calling someone, you know, late because, you know, what happens when the phone rings and it's late? What do people think? People think, oh, something's wrong. Something happened. You know, so. They want to know, you know, they don't want the phone to ring because they don't want people to be, you know, worried or awakened or whatever like that. So we just, they asked us not to, but we did <laughs> um, call people's house after 9 p.m. Now, if you were and it's kind of weird because like if you were on the phone at. If you're on the phone at seven and you stayed on the phone till 10, that was cool. But they didn't want us calling people's houses, calling girls' houses past nine o'clock. And they damn my aunt, my mom, damn sure didn't want girls calling our house past nine o'clock. Nine thirty, cool. Ten o'clock, no. If that phone ring at ten o'clock, you better grab it your damn self, and you better get it before any any before my mom and my aunt would get to it. Because if not, you're gonna get in trouble, Jack. <laughs> you gonna be in some serious trouble so yeah it was um 
it, it it was it was good. We we kicked it. We kicked it real hard. Um and even then like <laughs> sometimes, you know, you'd be on the phone, man, and you would literally literally fall asleep on the phone rapping. That was old school. That was old school. Falling asleep on the phone rapping, you know, talking to your girl. I remember one time, man, I was <laughs> I distinctly remember we had a um we had a phone I had a phone in my room but then it was also a phone downstairs and I was on the phone with this girl and we were talking and we just fell asleep right and it must have been maybe about 12 12 30 and I guess my mom was about to make a phone call she was downstairs and so she was like all I heard was and I didn't hear because I was asleep and I guess my mom dialing woke the girl up. And so my mom was like, hello. My mom was like, hello, hello. Cause she was, she thought she had dialed a number, but she wasn't getting a dial tone or, or, or anything. And so she was like, hello, hello. And then the girl said, Kyle, are you awake? <laughs> and then my mom realized that I was on the phone and I was upstairs asleep. My mom, I could hear my mom from downstairs. Kyle, get your ass off that phone and hang up the phone and go, and go to sleep. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. But yeah, that's old school, man. Falling asleep on the phone. Or just, you know, holding the phone and, you know, you're breathing. She's breathing. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. We're not talking, but we're just holding the phone. Just... You know, just making sure that the other person's there. Um, yeah, we used to kick it, man. We used to hang out. Um, like in my hometown, Florence, we would hang out at like the movie theater, uh, the bowling alley, the arcades. Shout out to the arcades. Arcades don't even exist anymore, but shout out to arcades. We hang out at the mall. The mall was always dope, dope place to hang out. But, you know, we used to kick it. I mean, because that's what you had to do. You had to, you had to particularly when you grew up in a place like where I lived that wasn't relatively big, you had to create your own fun. Now, if I, if I grew up in Atlanta, you know, my childhood probably would have looked and been shaped a little bit different because, you know, a major city like Atlanta is, it has everything to offer. Even for a kid, I could still, I could probably get on Martin and go wherever I wanted in the city, but you know, it's not like that. It's not, if you grew up in bed style, you can get on the subway, you can get on the L train and I don't know. Take it, take it to the Statue of Liberty. I guess I don't know, but in a small town in South Carolina, we didn't have those options. So you made the most of what you had, and so it was a lot of fun. We used to, like I said, we used to kick it. Um, old school man. We used to do just a lot of stuff, man. We we would like some of my best memories listening to the radio. Shout out to the Quiet Storm. <laughs> um. The quiet storm would come on, what was it, like 9, 10 o'clock, and they would just play slow jams, and you would get your cassette tape, right? Get that cassette tape and record songs off the radio, and you tried your best not to record the DJ talking, but as soon as they started or stopped talking, introducing the song or what have you. Yeah, you wanted to hit record. 
and you make yourself a tape, Quiet Storm. And um, those are some great memories. But that's old school. Like, it ain't nothing like that. I mean, like, again, technology, you don't have to do that now. Any, any and every song is at the push of a button. It's at your fingertips. But, you know, the thing about the Quiet Storm was when you recorded a song off the radio, you didn't know. You might hear it the next night. Maybe. If it was, you know, on the request. But if it wasn't one of the top requested songs, you might not hear that song again for another two weeks. <laughs> so you had to record it when you could. And, you know, same for TV. TV, um, I think like it might have been like 83. We got a VCR. And, you know, I started recording videos because, you know, with the advent of MTV and then ultimately um, we got BET. And when we got BET, you started seeing, you know, Video Soul. Then it progressed to Rap City, Yo MTV Raps. So I had video VHS tapes that I would record the videos on. And that was dope because, like, you could record on your VHS tape. And then after you filled up your tape, man, you just go back and just watch. I mean, like, you would just literally just have a tape full of videos. And there were videos to your favorite songs. I mean, that's old school right there. Y'all don't know nothing about it. And I mean, I, again, I know I'm preaching to the choir, but there's some of you that listen that are listening. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Others of you, you're, it's probably very foreign to you and it sounds crazy, but trust me, this was some great times. 80s and 90s, man. 80s and 90s. Uh, I'm amazed, especially when I go back to my hometown, um, when I talk about the things we used to like to do, we used to like to move around. We moved around a lot. Um, I'm always amazed when I go back to my hometown, when I see like how much we moved around. Like what I mean by that is like on a typical summer day, I could go from my neighborhood and go that way. I could go east and I might end up at the park. And looking back on it now, the park it seemed like it took us forever to walk to the park, but the park was like three miles away and we would walk three miles away. I mean, like we do it like it wasn't nothing. I mean, it was just down the street, down the other street. And we'd end up at the park and you get to the park and you play and stuff on the swings and stuff. And then we watch grown men play basketball on the blacktop and they were always end up, you know, fussing and fighting and stuff like that. And it was dope. And I mean, it was no no violence or nothing like that. Anybody would get shot or nothing like that. But it was just dope. But we would we. I, I'm amazed when I go back home, when I think about sometimes when I see some when I'm driving on some of the streets. I'm like, man, we used to walk from here to here. And sometimes I I look and I measure. I'm like, damn, that's a mile. That's two miles. We walk. One time we went to this other neighborhood just to play football, and that neighborhood was like five miles away. And we walked that. We walked and we rode our bike. We used to ride bikes everywhere. And so I'm amazed that like we went those distances. And here's the thing. Like you would go those distances and nobody knew where you were. You were just outside. Like I never. <laughs> I can't ever remember like telling my mom like or asking my mom, hey, can we go to the park? Can we go to uh, Levi Park? 
And she's like, yeah, sure, go to Levi Park. No, we ne- I never said, like, can we go to Levi? Because Levi Park was, like, two miles away. And we would walk to the park. And so, like, <laughs> thinking back on it now, like, I don't even, even to this day, I don't even know if she, she knew how many times we'd go to Levi Park. But, you know, we would go. And the only stipulation was when we left the house, you just had to be back at home before the street lights came on. That's it. If you back, but if if you leave the house, at, I mean, like we, li- I literally on a summer day, I literally could leave the house at nine o'clock in the morning. And depending on if I could find something to eat, if I went and ate at my buddy's house or something like that, I literally might not come back in the house until like eight o'clock. That's a whole day. <laughs> I didn't play football, play baseball, play throw them up, <laughs> walked over to Levi Park. Um, Got some ice cream from the ice cream man. That's a full day. It's like a job. But that was fun. That's old school. We rode our bikes. We used to run races. That And that was another thing we used to do. We used to have, we would go to like neighborhoods and we would go to different neighborhoods. And like, if I'm the fast kid in my neighborhood, then I race against the fast kid in the neighborhood that we're going to and, you know, see who can win. And we run, we ride our bikes and stuff like that. That's it, old school, man. Like Pac said, ain't nothing like the old school. Ain't nothing like the old school. And while, you know, when I sit back, especially as I get older and I'm, and I'm able to reminisce about these things, it also reminds me just how uh, quickly you move from that particular time. Because I, I remember these times and these days literally like it was yesterday. And it feels like it was yesterday. But when I think about it, it's it was 40 years ago, or 30 years ago. I'm like, damn, time flew by just that fast. And that's just really how time is. Time doesn't wait for any of us. And as you get older, you'll realize that the old school and the things you did that were considered old school was everything. And it was a lot of fun. And it helped not only define your childhood, but help in a lot of ways, define and shape who we came to be. And so in a lot of those old school memories, in a lot of ways, I found me. And I can never complain about that. That's going to do it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for checking out this edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. The podcast drops each and every Thursday at midnight. Again, that's going to do it for me. I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. I'll catch you guys next time. Five Gs.